Good morning and welcome to another episode of Virtual Legality. I'm your host, Richard Hogue, managing member of the Hogue Law Business Law Firm of Northville, Michigan. Welcome to Hangouts and Headlines. I guess this is week three for when we've do, been doing these live streams. I know a lot of folks have asked the question of whether we would continue to talk about headlines after the Johnny Depp versus Amber Heard trial. And I do want to reaffirm that that is the intent of this show, is to continue to chat with you, to have Hangouts, of course, to just talk about what might be interesting to you uh, every morning, and also to talk about at least one headline uh, that I pick out that I found interesting. And those headlines, uh, for those of you that don't know, are very often picked out by me effectively because so, so many people have sent the same headline. Uh, so it's a bit of a democratic system we've got working on in the background. Uh, this article that we're going to talk about today, which is from the Times, we can look at it here, um, is actually one that was sent to me uh, by DMs. I think I got an email or two about this uh, and was otherwise mentioned to be as one that you all wanted to cover. Now, the interesting thing about it is that it is once again a, a British uh, publication. We are seeing some of the most uh, uh, defensive, at least in respect of Amber Heard, articles coming from the UK, coming from England. And that's very, very interesting in and of itself to me. Obviously, some of that does stem from the fact that Johnny Depp sued a British paper uh, and lost in that lawsuit, although we'll probably be reflecting on that uh, if we have enough time. If the jury takes enough time, I think there's a number of topics that we can cover when we go chat with each other over on Legal Bites during the jury verdict process. Uh, and if you don't know, that's that's where we are at in the trial. We're talking about anything and everything including evidence I haven't seen uh, this week as the jury sits in a room somewhere and decides exactly who's going to win this thing and how much or how little money they're going to get in the process. So we're going to be having long form streams over there while the jury is actually in the courthouse in case a verdict comes in. Uh, as I've said before, as I said on the streams last week, some of that is some of my favorite kind of conversation uh, because it does get a, a little bit uh far afield, uh, we can start talking about a whole host of things. And I, I know a number of folks have asked both Alita and myself, you know, when am I going to see uh, the uh, Jennifer letter? When am I going to hear the Australia tapes? When am I going to see other things that have been uh, uh, involved in this case? Uh, the answer is probably today, uh, if not today, during this whole process, um, because I haven't seen any of those things. I think Alita is waiting to share those with me on stream. Um, so I'll be doing that today, probably over there. Otherwise, how's everybody doing? Is everybody having a good morning? Uh, I know I wasn't on yesterday, which was a Monday, a work day. Uh, but if you don't know, that was Memorial Day here in the United States. And I was trying to keep my computer off. I failed uh, a little bit. I did some work yesterday. Uh, I taped a video yesterday. But um, I was really, for the most part, uh, trying to rest and relax. Uh, I think you might have heard at the end of Friday last week, uh, I had a date with my daughter to watch Stranger Things season four on Friday, uh, and we buzzed right through that and actually started a second viewing uh, last night. So I won't give any spoilers to that. Obviously, it just, just, just came out, other than to say uh, it's a it's a really good piece of, um, of fiction. It's really good work, and I highly recommend it if you're at all interested in the kind of Stranger Things concept. Um, otherwise... Uh, yeah, uh, we can definitely dive into the article. I just want to make sure uh, that I say hi to everybody. I don't know. Hogue Patrol sounds pretty good. Uh, my daughters watch Paw Patrol on occasion, uh, so that's a lot of fun. It's lunchtime here, wherever Penilla G is. Uh, that's pretty cool. Um, 
Danielle's reaction realm says she's going to miss the live stream for the first time today. That's okay. Just make sure that you have some way to at least be notified of when the jury verdict comes in. It can be completely random, but social media will start to hum when they think that that jury verdict's coming in. And the judge has given us the warning that says it will be at least 60 minutes. It will be between 60 and 120 minutes warning that you get when the jury returns the verdict because she will go to one hour from the top of the next available hour. Um, so you'll get some warning. You'll get the chance to uh, get your get uh, your stream on. Otherwise, get ready to hear about the verdict and obviously our an analysis of it after it comes in. Uh, good morning from the thumb. I think that's here. I think that's Michigan. I think that's I think that's with me. We got Seattle, uh, which is pretty cool. Um, and uh, we just got oh you know this is just good. Reasonable minds can step on a bee. You think that dog was reasonable? Or maybe he never did step on the B. Mm. Some of these comments don't make a lot of sense without the context of the trial. Uh, but uh, yeah, I like that one. Is uh, is the verdict going to be today? Is it today? Nobody knows. The verdict is likely this week. A lot of people think it'll be today. This will be the first day in earnest that they'll get to actually talk about this thing, talk it through. Uh, and we'll see. We'll see how it does. Um, Stranger Things 4. It's pretty amazing. Afternoon from Scotland. Hi, Scotland. Hey, from Germany. Hey, Germany. Uh, and so I think I think we're all set. Look at all these great morning messages. Fantastic. I wish Stranger Things was fiction. I have to inquire more on that. Pretty fictional. <laughs> uh, what out of 10 would Ho Jr. give it? So I gave it a 9.5 at the end of the first uh, seven uh, episodes. Uh, there's a little bit, uh, there's some episodes that are better than others, but I gave it a 9.5 out of 10. And my darling daughter really wanted me to give it an 11 out of 10, uh, both because that's how she feels about the show and for thematic consistency, because you haven't watched Stranger Things, a prominent character is named 11. Um, we do have a super chat. Jan Overeem, thank you so much. Good morning from the Netherlands. Hey, Netherlands. Hey, I always think it's awesome to hear from all these different places. Hello from Poland. Good morning from Guam. Um, these are super fun in chat. So let's chat about a headline because this is pretty interesting stuff. The trolling of Amber Heard. All right, we've already started out with whatever's happening to Amber Heard online is a trolling initiative. It's not legitimate criticism. It's not reasoned takes on what people might have seen in the trial uh, situation. And that's you know what, what you're starting off with, right? Why did the internet turn on her? The libel battle between Johnny Depp and his ex-wife led to a tsunami of online content during the trial, most of it vilifying her. What's behind it, asks Polly Vernon, which isn't somebody interviewed here. I believe it's the author. Uh, we get a big picture of Amber Heard and Johnny Depp, as we so often do. Here's Polly Vernon, the author of this piece in The Times, Tuesday, May 31st, 2022 is the date today. I don't believe that's actually the date that this was written, May 30th. The defamation case brought by the actor Johnny Depp against his ex-wife, the actress Amber Heard, has captured the public imagination in a way few other celebrity litigation exercises have. Wagatha Christie certainly seems like a piffling parochial sideshow by comparison. Depp, who divorced Heard in 2017, is suing his former wife for $50 million because of an article she wrote for the Washington Post in 2018 suggesting he behaved abusively towards her. It's kind of giving away at least part of the game there uh, in terms of what he's selling. 
Uh, he, and uh, a lot of the articles here, to the Times credit, say, well, never mentioned his name. Hard to see how this is even defamation at all. Something along those lines early on. They actually have the Washington Post article described as suggesting he behaved abusively towards her. So fair enough, the Times. Heard is countersuing for $100 million, saying that Depp mounted a smear campaign against her. The trial ended on Friday to the chagrin of the millions who live streamed court footage every day and did so even before the British supermodel Kate Moss appeared as a witness on behalf of Depp, her former boyfriend. And I think this is just funny because certainly I've gotten a lot of messages and I've gotten a lot of uh, emails uh, that are something along the lines of, how could you just leave us it's, uh, on Friday? It just ended. And then what was I supposed to watch for three days? Uh, and I, I do think that's uh, interesting, right? We've all gotten used to the patterns. We've all gotten used to uh, clicking over to whomever we're clicking over to uh, for seven weeks now, uh, give or take. And if you've been interested in this trial, it does feel like, I think somebody described it as the end of summer camp uh, or otherwise just changing things up. Uh, but I can assure you that uh, Legal Bites, me, others in the space have existed before this trial, will exist after this trial. We'll still be doing fun stuff. Uh, we'll still be talking about interesting things. Uh, I hope to have headlines uh, here continue uh, for a long time to come. So we will still be putting out content. It just won't likely feature Johnny Depp and Amber Heard to the same extent as it has right now. In the course of the six weeks over which it ran, it's actually seven weeks in calendar time, but it's fine. The trial created a tsunami of online content. We know this to be true. We're part of that tsunami. There was all that live streaming and avid watching of the established U.S. court channels, one of whom, Court TV, reported a fourfold increase in viewership. It's interesting because law and crime, as we've talked about, is, I think, the big winner here. Uh, and, of course, there is no reference to the kind of bootstrapped uh, law tube type community uh, in this article. And that's that's interesting in and of itself. But there was also a multitude of memes. And now, since we've read a number of these articles, we've talked with a number of people on how these things are uh, read we know that this is the part of the article where they say, here are the very bad things. A justice for Johnny hashtag, a swirl of Instagram accounts, Johnny Depp case, Johnny Depp trial updates, the mysteriously disabled house inhabited, the work of influencer Jessica Reed Krause, which disappeared days after Reed Krause accused David Shane, Amber Heard's PR man of sexual misconduct. We say, oh, we thought we knew that this section was going to be about TikTokers and crime eaters and gamification and all this bad stuff. But so far... The Times has actually been fairly neutral. They say that the 2018 article does, in fact, uh, suggest that Johnny Depp is a bad actor. We have here the reference to memes in TikTok and whatnot that doesn't start out by just saying all of this stuff is evil or bad or shouldn't otherwise uh, be used uh, in this context. And we should be worried about the state of things and the Internet and the coarsening of culture and oh, those kids, right? We don't actually see that up top. So we're now four paragraphs in, and the Times is doing all right so far. But a lot of people sent this to me for a reason. So, you know, get ready. Daily packages of compilation clips called things such as Amber Heard's team get wrecked in the most hilarious way by this witness circulated. Then inevitably came the merchandise. A don't be an Amber t-shirt? Yours for $12.62 off Etsy. That's in uh, British pounds here, not uh, American dollars. Uh, so... You're starting to get the feel here that this is a very negative thing. And obviously the headline has prepped you for it being a very negative thing. Why did the internet turn on Amber? But still not quite as bad as some of the other outlets we have so far seen. Even those of us who choose not to live stream the trial could not avoid it. Now that's interesting in and of itself if we think about the legal system, 
right? The legal system saying, jurors, you're not allowed to look at anything about this. We're going to keep you to that promise for seven weeks and go have a good Memorial Day weekend. You cannot avoid it, says this author. I tend to agree. I think I saw a Johnny Depp versus Amber Heard reference in a video game preview article I read during this period in time. Uh, but that's interesting for the legal process, not so much for the rhetoric here. It made traditional news outlets on a daily basis or the fact that the internet mood and by extension, the public mood is overwhelmingly anti-herd. All right, so now we have to take at least one step back because a lot of authors do this and a lot of people that converse on these topics do this. The internet mood and by extension, the public mood is not, in my experience, a thing. Yes, the internet mood can give you a feel for what people might otherwise be thinking, but internet folks, especially folks that are very prominently or very passionately on the internet, is not necessarily a bellwether for what everybody on earth thinks about a topic. This is the famous trap that you fall into by assuming that something that's trending on Twitter is trending in the world, or that something that is a Facebook viral post is actually something that people are talking about. Yes, obviously, those people are talking about it to some extent, but it, is it a representation of the overall public sentiment? Not necessarily. And here you've kind of got the cart, the cart before the horse, right? The fact the internet mood is overwhelmingly anti-herd, essentially driving the public mood, right? The internet mood and by extension gives a kind of cause and effect relationship to these two things that I don't think actually makes a lot of sense. But again, the, the thesis of this article kind of demands this kind of sentence. And if anywhere, that's where all of this falls apart, right? Because this author is concerned that the internet drove a sentiment against Amber Heard. And I think it is to some extent, but does that actually change the public mood as it happens? I'll leave that to you. You can leave a comment to this video. You can, of course, comment to me right now uh, <laughs> and have this conversation with me. But as we look at this, that is one of the thesis points that I think is the weakest here. And unfortunately, it's the one that's the most necessary. Depp has, for decades, enjoyed the support of an infamously virulent fan base, a group that will defend his honor against even the mildest swipe. The Deptford Wives, as some have referred to them, have been imaginatively active over this period, doing things such as flooding the website of Dr. David R. Spiegel, a psychiatrist, with negative reviews after he took the stand on Hurd's behalf. So this is just a simple paragraph, right? This is just two sentences. But we have a number of assumptions that are baked in when you position it in this place in the article and with what you're actually saying, right? So we started pretty neutral. Okay, here's the internet. Here it's doing its thing. Okay, we've got some TikToks and whatnot. Sure. But court TV also increased fourfold. Some of this stuff is normal. Then we get into, oh, I'm a little uncomfortable with merchandising off this stuff. I don't love it either, honestly. Um, and then we get into, hey, everybody's anti-herd. It's being driven by the internet. How did this happen? Right? That's what this is supposed to lead you into. How did this happen? And instead of starting out with what we never see in these articles, hey, there was a lot of live streaming. People watched and came to their own conclusions about what they saw. People that you might otherwise agree or disagree with have rational minds that can actually evaluate evidence and testimony on their own and come to a decision on how they feel about that. Nope, nope, nope. Let's start out with a paragraph that describes Depp's most virulent fan base. Interesting, right? Because they're gonna back off of this, right? There's gonna be a however at the top of the next paragraph, but they position this paragraph in order to set the tone, set the stage. What we're talking about here is maybe just people that really like Edward Scissorhands or Captain Jack Sparrow 
or anyone else that Johnny Depp has ever played because he's got an infamously virulent fan base. I'm telling you right now, it's infamously virulent. Who can argue? I'm not sourcing it at all, but it's infamously virulent. And not only is it infamously virulent, it's got a name, the Deptford Wives. Isn't that cute? And they attacked Dr. Spiegel's website. Do you have any proof of that? Do you have any showing that those are the people that otherwise did some kind of review mob on that particular website? And again, that is a bad thing. And I've said it's a bad thing, not just because it's fraud, not just because it's probably against a state or federal law, in whatever jurisdiction you're living in to actually review something that you didn't receive the services from, but also because whatever direction you are advocating for, it tends to make your side look bad. Now that also allows for false flag operations. We're not going to go too deep into the conspiracy minds on this kind of stuff. But when you have this kind of paragraph, you're skipping all the bases, right? You've heard me say, well, this one steals a base. This one goes a little bit too far and it's exaggerative quality, whatever. But here you're stealing all the bases. We're going to talk about the Deptford wives, and then we're going to say they did this particular thing. Now, maybe there's proof. Maybe there's some kind of sourcing. In an article like this one, as an opinion piece, you don't necessarily need to lead me to that, but I'm going to believe you a lot more if you say, hey, I saw that this was from this particular group because of this particular link or whatever, where they were organizing to do this thing. Instead, this is all set up to frame in your mind that, ooh, that doesn't sound good. Basically, everybody can agree that this red part is bad. You don't want to commit fraud. You don't want to have people reviewing things that they didn't actually receive. And so since we can all agree that this is bad, you put it on uh, the people that you want to show as bad, and then you move forward from there. However, anti-herd sentiment extends far beyond the limits of that cohort. Okay, so you just put them up front because you wanted to establish that badness. Give or take a handful of op-eds damning the creation of the memes, the merchandise, and the way the case has been consumed as a form of entertainment, plus the victim blaming and diminishing the widespread problem of domestic abuse, the majority of people seem convinced that Hurt is the baddie in this Hollywood drama. Now, there's a couple of things happening here. The description of articles as a handful of op-eds that are damning all this stuff and talking about TikTok and gamification, I find to be a little underestimating of the issue. I can't cover every article that you all send me of this particular vein, uh, because there are so, so many. And it's not just British outlets. It's a lot of American outlets that have taken this tact of saying, oh my, what a coarsening this is from TikTok, et cetera, et cetera. And that is an entire genre of article right now. So when we look at this, pardon me, when we look at this, I think it's important to note that this already, you know, I, I don't like to call things gaslighting, but it's certainly setting a tone that I think is a little bit incongruous with the reality of what we're seeing on the ground with how these things are being reported. Um, and so I, that jumps out at me because if it's a handful of op-eds to you, then I have a question about your judgment and ability to count numbers. And then it says the majority of people seem convinced that Hurt is the baddie in this Hollywood drama. So you put these bad folks up here. They're doing this bad thing. They're doing fraudulent reviews. And then you say, but actually it's everybody. It's everybody. Uh, and now you say, okay, well, I'm writing this article and I have this paragraph in here that says it's essentially everybody. It's the majority of people. People is a big group. Uh, seem convinced that Hurt is the baddie in this Hollywood drama. I would tend to agree with that, that the majority uh, feel that way, at least as far as I can tell. So what are we going to talk about here? Over the past few weeks, I've been informed by generally perfectly reasonable people who call themselves feminists and hadn't previously expressed any fondness for Depp that herd is blatantly, obviously, utterly hateful. Now, this should be kind of a uh, revelation 
for the author insofar as she is describing talking to people in her life that she otherwise considers to be feminist that hadn't previously expressed any fondness for Depp and that are on uh, Depp's side of this. Now, she goes a little bit too far here with the rhetoric. I would be willing to bet that her friends don't otherwise say Hurt is blatantly, obviously, utterly hateful. That seems a little excessive in ordinary speech uh, in just talking amongst friends. Uh, but they probably do say that they believe Johnny Depp over Amber Heard and that Amber Heard lying about these things. Once you come to that conclusion is heinous. It's a heinous act to lie about what she appears to have lied about. And it's easy for someone to say, well, that that deserves punishment. That's why we get so many questions in this space and legal bites and elsewhere that say, can we do something about this? This seems like a horrible violation of the legal process to actually go out there and and lie about these things and potentially impact somebody's livelihood uh, with lies of that nature. So this is essentially exposing a couple of things that this author is rejecting the notion that anybody that calls himself a feminist could, could do this. And that is she is the author is overly stating what they are likely positioning themselves at in normal conversation. And she'll continue down that path. She is a manipulative gold digger who married Depp as a way of elevating her profile and who far from being a victim of domestic abuse is clearly a perpetrator of it. You can just tell quotation mark. And I, I like to read the whole paragraph, but we have to stop right here. So she's again kind of highlighting what she's hearing from her feminist friends and contacts and framing it as ridiculously hyperbolic, right? That you can't just, in this author's mind, be on Team Depp. You can't just believe, hey, you know what? I think Depp's telling more of a sincere story about how the world was than Amber Heard is. You have to be on this level. She's a manipulative gold digger who married Depp as a way of elevating her profile and is clearly a perpetrator of it. And instead of digging into that a little bit more, Right? Instead of looking at that and saying, why do they think this way on a rational basis, she implies with what are, amounts to paraphrase quotation marks that what she's hearing from these people is you could just tell, you know, that somebody's just evaluating things. Oh, you could just tell she's a bad one. Uh, you could just tell that she does these various things. And that's designed to completely undermine this position of a feminist friend of the authors that has come to the conclusion that Amber Heard is lying. And this, to me, is terrible rhetoric, right? You look at this and you say, oh, okay, we know what we're supposed to do in our minds when you put this parenthetical, you can just tell us, oh, all of this is not to be believed. There's something in them that is not looking at this rationally, that is not examining the evidence. And unfortunately, as someone that's watched the trial 98% of the time, uh, I look at this and say, well, I think for the most part, you're exposing yourself as someone that didn't actually evaluate the evidence. And that isn't to say, by the way, that you can't decide that Amber Heard is telling the truth. You can evaluate the evidence and do that, but you can't just throw under the bus everyone else that evaluates the evidence and say, well, they're just people that say, you can just tell, because they're not. I've talked to hundreds, if not thousands of people online about this, and a lot of people are like me, who came in and said, this, this case is impossible. Uh, I think this is going to come out in Amber Heard's side. And then by the time Amber Heard's cross-examination ends, I say, so Johnny Depp has a pretty good case. And that's evaluating the things that are shown to me, the testimony that is presented to me. And I'm not saying you can just tell. This isn't a commentary on women lying. This is a commentary on Amber Heard testifying in court and the evidence that her team presented against Johnny Depp's. They have damned the way in which she cried on the witness stand is not merely unconvincing, but further proof of, of her inferior acting skills. 
that is solid evidence that she married Depp to benefit her career because she clearly can't rely on talent to win her roles. See, the people that she's talking to, or at least as she describes them, are crazy, right? According to her, they go so far as to say it's obviously utterly hateful. She's just a gold digger. And it's not just that she can't act on the stand that says, um, that doesn't ring truthful to me. It's that, oh, that's evidence that she would never make it in Hollywood. And so she had to marry Depp to benefit her career. Um, no, I haven't actually heard this ever from anyone uh, on, on the question of she can't cry. Uh, but certainly it's a possibility that she did, in fact, marry to advance her career. It's really not a part of the case. It's not really what we're evaluating, the reasoning be behind why she otherwise marries Johnny Depp. So it's a little bit odd to bring in here. And again, I, I don't like to speculate on people, but this seems to be something about the author's hangups on all this stuff. They have reveled in the accusation that she once defecated on the bed she and Depp shared, the marital bed as described uh, by Counsel Denniston, something she denied, calling her, as many others, in another Etsy t-shirt have Amber Turd. They have rejoiced in the knowledge that a petition to have her edited out of Aquaman 2, the most recent film in which she acted, reached nearly 3 million signatures. I believe it's a lot more by now. <clears throat> Excuse me. But looking at this, uh, it's, it's obvious that if anybody is actually talking to you, the author, in this vein, and thinks Amber Heard is a liar then what she did is a fairly heinous thing. And so you can say, oh, you know, I think that petition is deserved or that I think that she's lying about the uh, bed incident and say, yes, she has justice coming to her on those kinds of things. Are they this kind of frenzied person that the author is talking to that comes to these conclusions? Probably not, but... This is an author that's trying to frame the story in a certain way and I think does herself a disservice because I think you could have this conversation and actually describe a person that lives on earth uh, and not just go with all of this like craziness that she's describing. They produced their phones with a flourish to show the TikTok video of Lance Bass, formerly of the boy band InSync, mockingly reenacting the section of Heard's testimony in which she describes a time Depp allegedly hit her for the delectation, delectation. Now there's a word of the day of his 1.4 million followers with Bass subsequently deleting that clip. She is every fake manipulative woman you've ever met in your life in one person. One female friend tells me she's the proof. Me too. Went too far. Says another also female. It's because of her legitimate victims of domestic violence aren't believed. If we look at those quotes, as we get them actually quoted, you don't usually mess around in journalism with the quotation marks, unless you're putting it in a parenthetical and pretending this is what you're hearing. She is every fake manipulative person, woman you've ever met in your life in one person. Yes, that could be the case. Also not really kind of frenzied and hysterical as described above. She's the proof Me Too went too far. And in that respect, I think Me Too is kind of getting conflated with believe all women and a kind of concept that eventually various social movement members are going to have to unpack because I think the concept that you have to believe somebody like Amber Heard is, is wrong phase, but we are seeing headlines with that kind of concept out there. So it's still worth discussing. And then it's because of her legitimate victims of domestic violence aren't believed. I'm not even sure why the author included that one. That's just a perfectly legitimate concern if you think Amber Heard is lying. And again, here is where kind of the author's position, like we've seen in so many other of these uh, papers, comes out right? It's because of her legitimate victims of domestic violence aren't believed. If there's any chance Amber Heard isn't telling the truth, how is that a bad statement? If, he, if she's lying, that's a totally reasonable assertion to make. It's not even frenzied. It's not anything else 
that appears in this article. This, to me, suggests that the author believes Amber Heard, which is fine. But come out with that. Because the rest of this is just trying to ice over that reality for you. Coming up with a reason why everybody else doesn't believe you. Yet another friend shows me a picture he took in a coffee shop during a recent work trip to Los Angeles. Two tip jars on a counter. One labeled Johnny Depp, the other Amber Heard. Depp's jar is stuffed to the brim with dollar bills. Heard's is empty. And that isn't coming from the internet. Although the thesis of this article is that the internet is driving this conversation. So maybe the author is trying to assert that it is. But this is the real world. This is an actual coffee shop that says, essentially, we believe Johnny Depp. Now, I'm not in the business of defending Heard. Okay. That seems unlikely based on the premise of this article. Let's continue. I think her treatment is dubious that we, the public, have form on siding with a man over a woman. But mainly my feeling on this case is I wasn't there. I don't know them. I don't know. Yeah, I wasn't there. I've said that a number of times on this stream and others to say, look, I'm not in the room. I can't ever know what happened entirely. But we do have the judicial process to try to help us come up with an understanding of what happened in that room. And in fact, we've gone through that entire judicial process and handed it over to seven strangers in Virginia as of right now. So somebody's going to have to say something on this particular case, and it's going to be those Virginian jurors. And it's worthwhile to participate in that process mentally, to look at the situation and say, well, what do we know? What might the jury come up with? That's what I'm going to talk about probably all day today uh, over at Legal Bites, which starts, I think, at 8.45 this morning. But as we look at this, I think it's fair to say I don't know, but when you start saying the treatment is dubious because the public is siding with a man over a woman, imagine the opposite. It can't be dubious just because there are two sides and the public is siding with one of them. They can, in fact, evaluate the evidence, and it definitely doesn't work for this author in reverse. So it can't be that that treatment is dubious just because the siding has happened. I am, however, in the business of deconstructing the nature of Heard's perceived villainy and indulging in a little conjecture about what it means for our broader culture. Well, and I think this is basically the section why people sent this over. So you're not in the business of defending herd. That seems dubious, as long as we're calling things dubious that seem that way. I am in the business of deconstructing the nature of herd's perceived villainy and indulging in conjecture. I will grant you the, the latter point, certainly. If this is genuinely the first example of trial by TikTok, for example, I don't think it is. I think TikTok's been getting involved and social media in general has been getting involved for a lot of pop culture phenomena, certainly like the Britney Spears conservatorship uh, and things of that nature before this case. This might just be the biggest example. Whether it represents the end of Me Too and the beginning of Men Too, and there you'd get into a fight with whoever's using those particular hashtags about whether Men Too signals the end of Me Too or whether it just makes Me Too more inclusive. I, I don't, I'm not getting involved in those particular conversations. As I've said before, I'm not a big fan of movement labels because you never know who's going to participate and or hijack them. The acknowledgement of, of abusive man suffered at the hands of women. Heard is a famously complicated, contradictory person who exists in a time when that sort of thing is perceived as unacceptable, undermining to one's integrity, as opposed to, say, an inevitable function of being alive and human. And thus, the curtain is lifted and the entirety of what we are put before uh, revealed. Uh, and that is that she is going to say that effectively her being quote unquote complicated and contradictory is something that we should allow. <clears throat> and sure, I think in 2022, as a matter of fact, you're allowed to be pretty complicated and pretty contradictory on a regular basis. Just not so much when you're giving 
eyewitness direct testimony to someone that's evaluating your truthfulness. Just my opinion on these various things. But you see this sentence here is what this article is about. I'm going to defend Amber Heard because she's famously contradictory. And that's just the nature of being a human. Who would survive such cross-examination? Who would survive such an interrogatory? And I think the answer that a lot of us can give is uh, most people, especially if they're telling the truth, uh, would survive better than what we saw in this particular instance. Uh, but we're going to get a history of Amber Heard. She's 36 years old, born on April 2nd, 1986 in Austin, Texas, and brought up just outside it in Manor. She's the middle child of three daughters born to Patricia, a researcher, and David, who owns a building company. I was very girly on the inside, but my dad was not raising a girly girl. He was raising someone who could keep up with them, she once said in an interview. My dad taught me to break horses and he'd yell at me, don't be such a pee. I was like, dad, I'm eight. And I have no doubt that this interview was given. But one thing that you will note now that we're in this section of the article is that like so many issues that the Amber Heard team had in their case in chief, they really only have Amber Heard's word to use as backing any of this. So is she complicated and contradictory because she's just an unusual person that we have to get to know? Or is she complicated and contradictory because when she gives interviews and tells stories, they tend to have the same kind of exaggerative quality that we were able to witness for ourselves on the stand. I can tell you which side that I would bet on, but I will leave it to you, dear viewer, to decide on your own. As a teenager, she read Ayn Rand, George Orwell, and Ray Bradbury. I discovered the magic in it, she had said. I'd look around the room wondering, does nobody else get this? She grew fixated on the idea of leaving Manor and lied about her age to get a job as a lifeguard at 13 and then started saving towards her escape. At 16, she paid for headshots that she sent to modeling agencies in New York. She moved there a year later. I thought I'd died and gone to heaven, she said of it. A year after that, having discovered that she loathed modeling, Heard got her first acting role in the original film version of Friday Night Lights, 2004. In all this, she exhibited the kind of ambition and drive that might have been viewed as commendable, the triumph of the hard-grafting, small-town underdog outsider. Instead, this seems to contribute to the idea that Heard is an opportunist, a social climber, a gold digger, the kind of woman who would marry a film star considerably older than her to benefit her career. Now, this assertion comes out of nowhere, right? What you just described... I have questions about, given that I don't really trust her self-narration of basically anything, but assuming that it is true, yes, you could say that's, that's potentially the kind of ambition and drive that might have been viewed as commendable. It could also be viewed as someone that's escaping and running away from home and trying to find a modeling and acting career and having to deal with all of that. The, the most famous Hollywood story of all time, and one in which, unfortunately, a lot of people uh, don't make it and are otherwise crushed uh, in the effort. Perhaps this is a consequence of Heard's beauty. So here are the assertions that we've got so far, right? We've got that her, her feminist friends say, think she's a gold digger, have all these various assertions that they make about her. She's every terrible manipulative person. Uh, and then she comes from an unusual background and now it's she's too pretty. The director, Tom Hooper, who cast Heard as the ballerina Ulla Poulsen in the 2015 film, The Danish Girl, said he was looking for the quintessence of feminine. And of course, that person is very hard to find. In Amber, I had found my idea of feminine beauty. She's breathtaking. She is a very pretty lady. There's no question about it. Had her features been a little less breathtaking, says the author, a little more wholesome seeming, had she embraced, say, the public goofiness of Cameron Diaz or Sandra Bullock or Jennifer Aniston to counter the impact of her looks and lessen their perceived threat, perhaps she might have been championed for her daring and her drive as opposed to damned for it. All right, so I asserted above 
We talked about conjecture in this article. Now I'm just going to assume the truthfulness of that assertion, that she is damned for being too pretty. Really? Really? That's the limb you're going to crawl out onto, author. Fair enough. Uh, but I see no evidence of that whatsoever. Even though she worked constantly through her 20s and into her 30s, acting was in no sense a smooth ride for Heard. Drive Angry flopped, as did The Rum Diary. Then in 2013, she started to work on the adaptation of Martin Amis's novel, London Fields. That shoot went terribly, and the producers sued Heard for $10 million for breach of contract. She countersued on the basis that their use of a body double made it look as if she had appeared in sex scenes to which she hadn't consented. My goodness, none of this came out in the trial. I had never heard this sentence before. $10 million for breach of contract. What did Amber Heard do? And then she countersued on part of the story that we did hear that they used a body double to perform either nude or sex scenes in this particular movie. It's also looking at it as I did uh, a couple of weeks ago, the only 0% that I could find on Rotten Tomatoes, I'm sure there's more, uh, but London Fields was not well received at all. When the film was released in 2018, the second worst box office opening weekend to date, Heard was nominated for a Golden Raspberry Award for Worst Actress. Now, if this author had actually been asserting that what we really dislike is people that are bad at their jobs, I actually would have taken that more seriously than just, hey, she's pretty. But all of this, no real successes until Aquaman, where I can find you article after article that says the one big problem in Aquaman is the chemistry between Amber Heard and Jason Momoa. And she gets a golden raspberry for her bad acting. And you say, you know, maybe you're just bad at acting. The author says, pish posh. Yet Hollywood is rammed to the rafters with beautiful, charismatic, difficult people of not universally appreciated ability. You see the base they stole there? It's charismatic. They are nonetheless perfectly good movie stars, possibly the best kind of movie star. Depp is hardly known for his vast range. Really. Since when has a checkered acting career been proof of a person's questionable character? It isn't. Very true. I didn't assert it. You did, author. What are we doing here? <laughs> Depp is hardly known for his vast range. This, this cat did uh, Edward Scissorhands and Captain Jack Sparrow. Now, he's within the Johnny Depp kind of milieu of characters, but obviously very different characters, very different performances. Uh, Depp doesn't have the range of maybe the master actors of all time, but he is a, a, a pretty darn good actor. It's a little interesting to attack Depp's acting in this particular paragraph. Uh, and yeah, Amber Heard might just not be a very good actress. Heard and Depp began dating in 2012, a year after shooting The Rum Diary. Uh-oh. Nope. Nope. Author, if you're going to use facts, you got to get them right. In fact, the trial itself established that the Rum Diary was shot in 2009, then had a couple of years hiatus, and then they bring Amber back to do the marketing, and, and then it's released in 2011. So you think it's a year after release, not shooting. And, you know, that's a small error. But if you're trying to get these things right, if you're arguing, whether it's in a school essay or in an outlet like The Times, you got to get these details. I don't know what the editors of the Times are doing because this is just clearly wrong. They married in 2015 on Depp's private island. And if some perceived her relationship with Depp as a cynical exercise in profile raising, some found themselves so invested in Depp's relationship with Paradis that they were thoroughly put out by its formal demise. Others objected to it because in 2010, Heard had come out as bisexual at an event organized by GLAAD, the powerful gay and lesbian alliance against defamation lobbying group. At the time she was in a relationship with a woman, the photographer and artist Tasha Van Rie, I, I personally think that if you deny or hide something, you're inadvertently admitting it's wrong, she told the GLAAD event. She was 24. This was a brave move by a young woman attempting to establish herself in a notoriously conservative business. And yet, I'm not sure what, if anything, 
<laughs> happened to her career uh, as a result of this kind of acknowledgement. The author, however, is positing that all of these reasons are why the internet turned on her as well, right? They're actually really just big Vanessa Paradis fans, uh, or they still find Amber to be a gold digger, or they're upset that she married a man after she came out as bisexual in 2010. At the time, I didn't know of anyone else in my position who was a working female lead actress, and I didn't want to have to deny my sexuality in order to be me, but I don't want to have to be defined by it, which is fair enough. While Heard ended up marrying to a man is no way a betrayal of her bisexuality, quite the reverse if you think about it, granted. There are those who perceive it as precisely that and are angry with her because of it. And okay, so she betrayed that, maybe. You're, this is your argument. They, these aren't really forming into full arguments, author, but that's fine. Others feel uncomfortable with the very notion of bisexuality. Oh, okay, so they don't like Amber Heard because they're uncomfortable with the entire notion of the thing. I'm told other black marks against her include her promising to donate to charity. And we're going to get into this paragraph uh, in just a second. But look at what this I'm told is doing, right? These are not things I believe, but I'm told that other black marks against her include her promising to donate to charity, but failing to do so. Her dating Elon Musk, allegedly doctoring images, that'd be a pretty big one, right? I'm, you don't need an I'm told there. If she actually doctored images, that's just a, it's a big thing against her credibility and veracity, you know? and her arranging to have her child by surrogate to be born in the month the trial was supposed to start. And now you see exactly what the framework for this article was. You probably saw it when we started out talking about it, but it's dump every kind of crazy theory so that you can attach the reasonable theories, which is, hey, we looked at the case, we listened to Amber Heard and we found her wanting with everything that is crazy, right? Oh, it's the baby. Oh, it's her bisexuality. Oh, it's anything and everything else you can think of, because if I can put them in this article, if I can talk to you about all of these things at once, you can realize that some of these sound insane, right? And so if we can put you all in that same bucket, well, then we can establish that all of this must be ridiculous, right? For what it's worth, I suspect the key to why the internet hates herd so very much lies more completely in a quote she gave to the Times Magazine in June 2015 shortly after she married Depp. I'm fundamentally opposed to trying to edit myself to be palatable or popular, she said. I'm not sure any woman ever commits a greater crime. Wow. So Amber Heard is not just put upon for all the reasons I just said. She's put upon for her very womanness, for not being willing to edit herself, to comport with society's expectations of the female experience. That is quite the position to put Amber Heard in particular, that person in. Uh, and so we see at the end of all things here, at the end of this article, that it wasn't really much rhetoric at all. It wasn't argumentation. It was hurling spaghetti at the wall and hoping one of the meatballs sticks. Uh, and I know why, that's why a number of you brought it to my attention uh, so that we could talk about it at that level. But honestly, the reason all these articles exist, the thing that they seem to miss is that people can just evaluate her truthfulness and her credibility as a person herself and come to the conclusion that she probably isn't telling the truth or that she's exaggerating in significant regards. And so I wanted to make sure we got through that article. It's a bit of a long one, uh, but that's the article for today. We're going to do some hanging out. We're going to do some chatting uh, from here on. Uh, I do want to tell people we are going to be covering the trial over at Legal Bites today. Uh, I might be in and out. I think I have a couple of business calls to take during the day as well. Hopefully no verdict comes in during those. Uh, but otherwise, chatting about the case, looking at new evidence, uh, and having fun with it. 
Uh, and as I said at the top of this episode, we are definitely going to keep doing headlines because I love analyzing this stuff with you. And if you have any thoughts uh, on where this should go or what kind of framework this should take going forward from the, De the Depp Heard trial, I am more than open to that. And somebody offered last week that maybe we should have uh, those fun Fridays where we cover something that's a little bit lighter, like we did with the Emily Baker piece last Friday, and make that a, a kind of thematic thing for the week. I might be open to doing that. If you have any other ideas uh, or any other directions or stories that you want me to cover, please do leave them for me because <clears throat> I'm absolutely interested in that as well. Now, let's take some super chats. Cam Williamson, Hogue, I've loved your commentary throughout. Thank you so much. I've covered the trial from a mental health perspective, and I appreciate your authenticity. Thank you. To be entertaining, educated, and not reach for likes, thumbs up, and I think high five emojis. I appreciate it. I do. I, I try to be as unbiased as possible looking at these things. Obviously, I feel pretty strongly about the act of making an argument and rhetoric and how the media uses those things or fails to use them in the articles that they write. I think basically every author that I've covered here has contacted me, which is a little bit interesting um, because, you know, I am pretty critical uh, in certain important regards, but I try to keep it entertaining and educational. So thank you so much for the support. Before the grave, is Twitter DM the best way to recommend articles? Yes, that's the most likely way for me to see them. I've seen a few that I would love to see you dig into. Have a tremendous Tuesday. Siobhan from Massachusetts. Hey, Siobhan, thank you so much. Yes, DMs are the most likely way. You can get into my emails, but they get filtered a little bit more because I do try to focus on the practice of law in those law firm emails. I know it's a surprise, um, but Twitter DMs, I do see. And as we get out of the trial and being taken up with every day, um, I will get better at responding to those, hopefully. Uh, Sophia Tumazi, we love you, Hogue, uh, or heart star emoji. Happy to the magic to my magical Georgia, a bunch of stars uh, emoji. Well, hi, Georgia. And thank you so much, Sophia. <clears throat> Moving forward, one, the rumor that Dr. Spiegel is being investigated for ethics violations. Do you know anything about that? I do not. Two, anybody know what happened to the dogs? Pistol and Boo? No, I don't know that either. Maybe those are things that we can follow up on uh, in the stream today. I unfortunately have to give, I don't know answers to both of those questions, but thank you so much for the support. Sally S. Aussie lawyers view jury form is fundamentally flawed, at least in respect of Australian law. Instead of asking, is a statement false? It should be, what were the defamatory implications and were each of the imputations false? You know, I noticed that. Maybe we'll go through the jury forms today. I noticed that the way it was formed, the statements, it asks about imputations or explains them and then asks if the statements are false, which they probably aren't false on their head. It should be asking whether the implications are false. Uh, and I think you're right there, Sally. Yes, I think you are most definitely right. Louise McDade followed since UK libel and have been in the minority with regards to my support for JD. It's changed. Oh, hey there, Uncivil. We, uh, we're just doing Super Chats right now. You missed the article. I know I, I I saw it yesterday. I didn't really read it, but I, I tweeted about it because it's like when when did the internet turn on her? Like basically when it turned out she was a liar is the answer. Right. Um, well, when we evaluated the evidence, when we listened to the testimony, right? How much more complicated does it need to be? I mean, I don't know. You can't get a think piece out of that, Kurt. <laughs> you can't get a big long article about. Well, we looked at her and she seemed like she was lying. Um, or, so or as I tweeted, it's like I, I think I just uh, said in my tweets, like for me, it's was with the evidence and reason 
So I'm, <laughs> I'm happy to answer that question. Uh, next, next, next problem, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, next question. Oh. Yeah, I don't think they like us to be that dismissive. So you know, I I, uh, I went through the whole thing, but it's if you did read that article, and a lot of people sent it to me, it's the one I I haven't read it yet. I just read the headline. I'm I'm looking okay. forward to overreacting to it later. Okay, good. I, you know what? No spoilers then. You can overreact to it later. It's um. I read the headline. I feel feel like it's sufficiently spoiled. It's it's spaghetti at the wall is the biggest problem. Uh, if you're if you're a fan of rhetoric and argumentation and building up a foundation, uh, you're not going to find it here. Yeah. Um, but we'll do some more super chats. Oh, and is that uh, what's that what's that number in your corner? Is that ninety five thousand, Kurt? Ninety five thousand. Wow, ninety five thousand. You can get in on this hundred thousand uh, subscriber trip for Kurt. Yes. If you go check out on Civil Law, 95,000 subscribers he is convinced to watch him. And you should too. Yeah, I thought, I thought you know, Alita has a little thing on her on her desk. Oh, that, yes. That thing is like $250. It's ridiculous. I thought, you know, what if I just did it digitally for zero? So, oh, yeah. So is that a live? That's a live. That is a, that is a live counter. Okay. All right. Well, that is cool. Uh, Louis McDade uh, followed since UK Libel. And have been in the minority. Read my support for JD. It's changed because of people like you and Legal Bites. It's been on TV. Thank you. I appreciate the support. Uh, Grunage Hogue, please look up the case of Gustel Malath XX. I will take a note on that and see what I can see. Apple Pie H and H, but every time we switch highlighted parts, it goes faster. <laughs> now that's that's a clip. Every time we go to the next highlight, it goes faster. Uh, I use highlights too much for that to not take six seconds to get through. I think it's old, it's old, that's old. That's old school book briefing. <laughs> well, I just you know I, I I learned my highlight method. It's funny because people are always asking me what they mean, and it's like they don't mean much of anything. Red is important, uh, but they're just designed to set off sections. Yeah, for me, for me, red was the holding of the case, and I'm trying to remember like because I I was using multiple colors for so long, and I forget what the colors were, but red was holding and like. That's too fancy for me. Like in my law books, I only had yellow. Okay. Uh -huh. <laughs> I did have I did have um, D circles and P circles uh, mm. to, to identify to identify people, uh, and sometimes the triangle for delta. I think is 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 how they taught us to do it um, for defendants. Uh, but uh, yeah, Roxanne wins. Is she if she is too pretty to be taken seriously? Maybe she shouldn't have had plastic surgery. I don't know if she had plastic surgery. She I didn't, obviously I didn't get, she obviously did. Rich. I didn't get any of that evidence. I don't. I don't know. She just has naturally high cheekbones. Uh -huh. um, her cheekbones are crazy looking. Um, but, you know. I don't know why she had the surgery. I can't fathom it. It doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, one of the thesis points of the articles is that she's too pretty, and that's why people are against her. Um, so Once get ready. again, it would be the evidence and the reason. Well, just get I, ready. I mean, do I need to do I need to break out the like the cork board with the, uh, po the post-it notes or the three by five cards with the string? Is yeah, you should I do it. Do? You should do it like the Always Sunny uh, meme. And then you should just have the one card uh, that says, I, I listened to her. Uh, I David, did listen to her. I listened to her very hard. And yeah. I know we did. I know we did. I was there. <laughs> I was there, Rich. I was there at the beginning. I know because I think I seem to recall on day one, you say something like, I thought that was a pretty good day. <laughs> yes, I see. I seem to remember getting some criticism for that view too. So, uh, yeah. Well, yeah. I don't think chat would ever criticize us for mm. anything. That would never happen. Um, uh, this article is incredibly well written, poetic almost. Too bad it's all used in service of blurring lines and hiding what the author really thinks. Yeah, I mean, I think her use of vocabulary is nice. There's some fun words there, uh, but yeah, when we're talking about argument, that's kind of that's kind of separate. Uh, that's the prose versus the plot 
Um, and her prose is lovely and her plot is not. Nice. Moving forward, I'm still stuck on her not having chemistry with someone she was dating. Did she date Jason Momoa at some point? No. Uh, I mean, depending on how you're viewing that, I mean, people break up with each other that they're dating with for lack of chemistry. So, sure. I mean, that they don't have chemistry with someone they're dating, I, I guess, doesn't seem inherently absurd. Yeah. Yeah. No. Uh, but she didn't have... She didn't have chemistry with Jason Momoa. I like Aquaman. I'm an Aquaman defender as a movie because it's goofball and there's sharks with lasers on them, and that's great. Uh, but Amber Heard and Jason Momoa don't have strong chemistry. Um, they have she... a very different kind of chemistry. <laughs> they have Aquaman chemistry. Who are you to judge how he lives? I, I, You know what? You got a good point. But since virtually everybody on Earth has chemistry with Jason Momoa except Amber Heard, it kind of sticks out. Uh <laughs> Maybe that maybe that is how his chemistry manifests because he because everyone thinks they have chemistry but if you really have chemistry it's what Amber Heard it looks and everyone everyone else is just jealous. All right, that's interesting. The thesis is that Jason Momoa when he doesn't have chemistry with you looks charismatic and like you guys really work out well together. But if he does, it looks terrible. Yes, that's what I'm going with. All right, okay. Don Hinton, Hogue, you really need to write an op-ed. I mean, put your money where your mouth is. I'd love to read it. Ooh, I've written op-eds. I've, there's op-eds for me online. I I'll think. tell you what, man. If any, if Vox or any of these people wanted an op-ed for me, I'll be happy to write one. I'll be sure. I'll probably the headline. Will probably something along the lines of the stupid, stupid, and the stupid. And it'll use the word stupid a lot. But I'm happy to write an op-ed. Who wants some? Hey, if if you're offering free writing, I actually think they take it from you. They just are looking for content. They're just looking for hot dog filler. Um, so I'll give it to them for free. There you go. There you go. Uh, you know, if I find something that really drives me to write an opinion piece, I'll, I'll give it a shot, Don. Uh, I, I I do have some out there you can read. Uh, but um, yeah, yeah. Why, why does he need to write an op-ed? I mean, what do you think you're watching right now? Other than just one big op-ed, right? Well, I guess. Yeah, I'm, 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 on, I'm on the screen. I'm, I'm on your screen for some thousand hours in the last two months. Uh, Jacinta, hashtag justice for pistol and boo. Uh, yeah, they seem to have been defamed um, in in this in this case. Uh, you know, they get litigation privilege, but they blaming the dogs doesn't seem right, does it? I'm not sure litigation privilege applies to the dogs. It's wrong to the dogs. Uh, we'd have to really dive into it. Uh, we'd have to uh, we'd have to figure out the precedent. Has it ever been applied to a non-human actor? Um, a whole lot of things that could be very interesting research papers. Now that's that's a video. You, you actually probably could make a video out of that. Just just mm. for the record. Uh, Oi, my boyfriend and I watched 12 Angry Men, and he was asking if I think it reflects real juries, and I was conflicted. I ended up in the mind that they'd be more split going in and then be more likely to flip in that instance. What do you think? <clears throat> I don't know that we've heard a lot of stories in real life about the, the 11 that are convinced and the one person that flips them all the way around. Uh, that is, to my mind, a little bit of a Hollywood dream. This is the Mr. Smith goes to Washington kind of version of juries. Uh, but it is kind of the ideal for what we want to think of as a reasoned consideration of the facts before them. Now they actually do a bunch of stuff in there. I think somebody actually has a switchblade example. There's some things in 12 angry men that don't work uh, with how we actually <clears throat> ask juries to behave. But overall the thesis is if we sit down and reason about this, then yes, we can, we can come to a conclusion that is necessary um, in our, in our justice system. Do I think that happens that way? If it does, it's not very often. Um, it's more likely that if you're going to have that kind of debate, it does come off with certain interests there and that the, the group kind of kind of swarms the people that are 
uh, on the on the minority side, right? Like, so if you imagine there's seven Virginians right now, or or, or that will be in an hour deciding Johnny Depp and Amber's fate. If it's like a five to two, you'd expect at the end of the day, the two to ultimately lose, potentially with a compromised position of some kind. <clears throat> but could it happen in reverse? It can. And that's the beauty of the system. And that's why 12 Angry Men is cool. Sonny, were there any of Amber Heard's witnesses that you found credible? Thanks for all of your hard work on this case. Kurt, uh, the one, the one, the one video deposition, what's his name? Um, there was the one guy, the lawyer oh, that reviewed the, uh, the lawyer that no, reviewed the statement. He seems no, it's incredible. like, it was like a friend of Amber Heard, uh, uh Davis or Don or. Okay. There's Josh Drew. Drew. Drew is who I was okay. looking for. Yeah. Josh yeah. Drew. I'll give Josh Drew Josh, some points. I think Josh Drew is, <clears throat> comes across as credible in the moment. <clears throat> Certainly. He's got problems with like the police officer testimony, uh, and things like that. But as presented, he's a credible witness. I agree, Kurt. Um, and that's usually what I go with because I don't know that there's anyone else. Her experts were terrible. Um, I think the sister in isolation is fairly credible. The sister in isolation is credible. Yeah, I've, I've talked about the Whitney problem uh, and, and her credibility, though, like all the things on the Amber Heard side, the biggest issue is that they all contradict each other. So even if I think Whitney's credible and I think Josh Drew is credible, then I've also got the security guard, which I think is pretty credible. And Amber Heard, which I think is not, you've got like four different stories of the staircase. It's like, okay, well, what do we do with that? But yeah, Whitney in isolation. Absolutely. Uh, Alexandra Rolla, love from Brazil. Fun Friday, sound awesome. And hi, Kurt. Love the grumpy Kurt reading MTG yesterday. What's MTG? Marjorie Taylor Greene. Oh, okay. It was it uh, was Marjorie Taylor Greene. We, we were reviewing the decision uh, why she can stay on the ballot. And then I was also reading a pile of stupid from this uh, nonprofit organization, something like the people for free speech.org or something. And they okay. were doing legal theories and their legal theories were dumb and painful to me. Uh, Kurt will brook no prisoners when he finds himself in the midst of a dumb legal theory. So I will tell you that he, he does not, he does not brook with dumb. Um, so that's interesting. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That was one that, God, did that all happen during this case? God, what was life like yeah. before this case? Yeah, it did. <laughs> it's like I, I think of it as like happening a long time ago but i'm like i think that's during the the case run uh well very cool gaming emoji cowboy hat emoji hammer and sickle i'm not sure how Geo hammer and sickle got in there but okay Gio rio the fact that certain roles show overlap and therefore are played by the same actor doesn't show the limit of an actor but the character type casting by studios you were right star trek season four episode four is quality stranger things stranger things a heart emoji, fire emoji. I love Stranger Things season four so much. We're already watching it a second time. If you're interested, watch it. Then we could talk about it. I might do a post-mortem here because I like it so much. So I haven't done a post-mortem in six months. Um, and uh, I love doing them. So maybe we'll do a post-mortem and have a conversation with y'all. Uh, the Law Patrol read dogs. Pistol and Boo are long gone. Amber Heard got a new dog last year that she named after the Aussie politician that threatened to have Pistol and Boo put down. Wow. I, I need to go dive deep into the pistol and boo files here uh, maybe legal bites can inform me as to what's what, going on there so what happened to pistol and boo they're long gone given away died i don't know <laughs> did she put him down first what what well apparently an aussie politician threatened to have them put down i have no idea more questions than answers kurt where's pistol and boo <laughs> what's in the box <laughs> crazy cat queen haven't played video games since pac-man 
A recommendation for 55-year-old trying games. I'd like to take a walk through neat landscapes. No killing. Amber Heard got both dogs. Current rate for Spiegel is 1.8. Can't pull up comments. Yeah, don't do that. Don't review bomb people you haven't used services of. Um, Amber Heard got both dogs, but Law Patrol just told me that they're long gone. Uh, so we're going to have to figure out this pistol and boo situation. Maybe this will be my mystery of the day. Um, and you would like to take a walk through neat landscapes with no killing. What should you be playing? Well, I think it depends on whether or not uh, you want a strong narrative um, or not. Uh, because there are great kind of horror games, if you're interested in those. Uh, I don't want to speak for you, yes or no, on that. Uh, that eff effectively don't allow you to kill. Uh, you're otherwise uh, running from things. Uh, but if I'm assuming that you just want to walk around, um, it depends on what you're playing on. Because Breath of the Wild on the Switch, lots of great environments, lots of great things to see. Um, similarly, Skyrim, which you can find on everything this side of your toaster, uh, allows you to go and walk around. You do fight things occasionally, but it's not really... Let's just be honest here. I know Elder Scrolls fans that get mad at me at this. It's not really what's great about those games. You swing on their sword and it's fine. Um, but you otherwise get to walk around a lot. Um, and I'll think on that for just kind of walking games that I like that aren't um, aren't overly intense. Because there's there's fantastic ones. What Remains of Edith Finch you might like. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, I'll think on that more. Thank you so much for the support. I, I, have, a, I have a gaming question. Sure. You're can sure. You, can you explain the Stanley Parable to me? Because I've seen lots of clips of it and... Can you, what the hell is going on? I love the Stanley Parable so much. So the Stanley Parable came out with a, uh, uh, what do they call it? Uh, like ultimate deluxe edition, uh, ultra deluxe edition this year, uh, which spoiler alert, it's actually Stanley Parable too. Uh, and I love Stanley Parable uh, because it's essentially um, a meditation slash reflection on the nature of choice uh, in video games. Um, so uh, I don't want to say too much more, Kurt. I'll talk to you about it offline if you want a deeper dive in that. Um, but I've, I've seen lots of people playing it and it just winds up confusing me and I don't really yeah. understand the appeal of it. I love Stanley parable. Uh, and in fact, if you're looking for a game that you walk in, it's not necessarily great environments, uh, but it is a great concept and philosophical question, uh, is do try the Stanley parable on whatever you're playing, because that game is fantastic, but I don't like to say anything about it, uh, online. So Kurt, I will, I will chat with you offline. <laughs> Now, someone mentioned Firewatch. The ending of Firewatch sucks. It does. It does. Uh, Firewatch uh, presents some interesting mysteries that, in my opinion, don't go anywhere. Um, so it's 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 interesting. And maybe the person that was asking the question would like it. Uh, but Firewatch is one of those. Firewatch that I think does have little... some good visuals. I'll give it that. Yeah. I think it gets a little overly hyped. Um, yes, this is very true. But, um, yeah, no, I, I Fire, Firewatch is good and might have something to do with the Stanley Parable. Huh? Is that why no? they both suck? No. Oh, come here. Kurt, Kurt, you have not what? played the Stanley Parable. I, I played Firewatch. Yes, and we both agreed on Firewatch, didn't we? So we would probably both agree on Stanley Parable. Hmm. As a man that is analytically minded, I think you would enjoy the Stanley Parable. It has a lot of really cool things to say about choice and philosophy uh, and everything in the middle. Uh, but I won't tell you how they say it or why. And certainly I can understand, Kurt, you saying, I don't know, I caught a stream on Twitch and it looked bizarre. Uh, it's uh, it's very weird, even while you're playing it, let alone just trying to get clips and figure out what the hell is going on. So I'll grant you this. I will grant you this. Uh, Leanne Stephens uh, Stephenson, uh, too pretty. If you're into psychology, the halo effect would go against that. Uh, 
the halo effect, like wanting to be seen as perfect, maybe. I don't know that effect, I'm afraid to say. Um, I, I definitely think, I've said this often, she is a pretty lady. I don't think we can argue, argue that point. Oh, the halo effect is um, where someone has one really good quality and beauty really is most pretty. common. And as a result, you tend to think they're really good in like other domains. They're also smart and also like whatever. I see. So, or talented actor. Yeah. Okay. All right. Interesting. Thank you, Kurt. No worries. Sarah Stroven, Dr. Gary, link of on YouTube goes over her plastic surgery. Okay. I'm fully willing to believe that she had plastic surgery. I just didn't see evidence of it. Um, you know, outside of my lying eyes. I didn't, I didn't see somebody saying that she was actually in plastic surgery. Rhythm Nation 2022 seen the ALS, ACLU motion to get paid by JD. I did. I did see that. Um, it's a little bit, it's a little bit old news. I mean, in some respects. Yeah, that, so, that number jumped out at me as having already been known. So yeah, so I didn't really understand. Yeah, that, that I didn't understand why people were so hyped about it. Whatever. Like yesterday. Yeah, uh, maybe there was some kind of movement forward, but I'll, I'll look at it. Ms. Ron, I've met Jason Momoa, and even I have chemistry with him in that pick. <laughs> Love Aquaman. Films don't have to be good to be fun. That is a great sentiment. I really enjoy Aquaman. I've watched it a number of times. I wouldn't necessarily qualify it as quote unquote good but it's a lot of fun and it's enjoyable. And again, sharks, lasers, it's great. Um, but yes, according to Kurt's theory, that means you don't actually have chemistry with Jason Momoa. So we don't know. We don't know. <laughs> Final Fantasy 14, Vieira. Let's have an analysis of 12 Angry Men from a lawyer's perspective. I love that movie. Greetings from Central Virginia. Yeah, yeah, we might do that. 12 Angry Men. I think Men's it's available for movie. free on uh, YouTube. Uh, like, so we like could all watch cool? it together. We could watch it together and comment on it. be good. Oh, uh yeah i you know i'd, I'd want to check the licenses and how it got to be free on on youtube but uh yes I, I i could absolutely do that uh thank you final fantasy 14 viera adrian paul do jurors have access to legal expertise not anything more than what they've been shown those jury instructions are their uh sole uh waypoint finder uh, in, in that room which is why some people that are going through them and finding them wanting uh is you know interesting uh, for the jury. I'm sure we'll be talking about that today. Ollie B, would you consider going through the UK judgment to comment on its reasoning like you've been doing with these articles? Uh, it depends on how long the document is. Uh, but yeah, maybe that could be fun um, to, to look through that. It's also going to be slightly uh, incomplete because what I won't do is go through like the whole trial and like the witness statements and everything else that was completed to get to that point. Um, so maybe not. We'll see. I will look at the document and, and see if that makes sense. Gary Wilson, what is your opinion on the Seussman trial? I don't know that one. I've been only in this trial and working. Um, do we know that one, Kurt? Okay. Sorry about that. So the opinion is we don't know. Don Hinton, where Pistol and Boo pro Johnny? Did she silence them? A were Pistol and Boo pro Johnny? I hope not. Little dogs. Little dogs don't need to be a part of this. Moving forward, not a legal series, but interesting. Have you watched the series Why Women Kill? It is amazingly done. I've not seen that series. What's it on? We're going to guess Why Women Kill? Uh, no, not not the subject matter. What is it on? Hulu, Netflix, Sorry. television channel? <laughs> <laughs> Nicole and Mark, 22. She gave Johnny Depp's dog to her dad, who runs a dog fighting ring after the divorce. I, I, I don't know if that's true. Um, no, uh, so, you know, Parks White, have you talked about the judge's mistakes? 
I don't think formally like in a list and, and mistakes are, I don't know that the judge has made any mistakes. I think the judge has made judgments that I don't agree with necessarily. Uh, but I don't know about mistakes. Uh, Alexander Rolla, uh, the hammer and sickle is my law tube viewer emoji. Uh, save, uh, let's see, water gun emoji and ghost emoji. Boo and pistol. I get you. Uh, video game emoji, cowboy emoji. Cool. UM536 vids, journey as a walking simulator. <sighs> yeah, journey's short. Um, I don't love journey as much as some. I'd actually probably go with flower over journey. Uh, we could have that talk at some point, uh, but you're right. Journey is a walking simulator, uh, and is a good is a good recommend for somebody looking for interesting things. So, Journey. Sally S. Aussie lawyer saw Kurt on Nate refilling out the jury form. Does K agree, Kurt, with my earlier uh, point regarding the flaw with jury form one? Uh, what were the def defamatory implications to, and were those false? Kurt, you understand that question? Uh, the, uh, the, the basic concept here is that the jury form asks whether the statement's false rather than were the implications false. Yeah, the statement, it, it's, I don't know that strictly speaking, it's a flaw because the statement has to be false. Okay. It can be false by implication, but yeah, I don't think strictly speaking, that's a mistake, although it might be confusing. I think it is a little confusing. Even I'm a little confused by it because it's like, it, it takes you down the numbers like it can be implication, et cetera, et cetera. And then it just asks the question, is the statement false? And like my brain continues to go, uh, I think strictly speaking, robot lawyer, like that statement is true, <laughs> but its implication is false. And do they, do they have the cover in the jury form to actually arrive at that conclusion? I think it's an interesting question. Like taking women out on a boat. Oh no, 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 Kurt. No, <laughs> Linus shown uh, at cat emoji, princess emoji, Try Slime Rancher, excellent. Subnautica and Observation. So these are great games. Observation is scary, but Subnautica and Slime Rancher, uh, well, Subnautica especially is a survival game. So you'd have to deal with, you know, not dying. I don't know how relaxing that is or not. Uh, and Slime Rancher is, uh, again, building up a ranch, but I like that recommendation. Slime Rancher, it's a good game. Slime Rancher 2 coming out this year. Get excited. Kute uh, Yay. What's your favorite game? Have you ever played Destiny? I have. I've played a lot of Destiny, although a lot is a relative term compared to the real Destiny aficionados. My favorite game is a game called Star Control 2, uh, which you can get online right now with the source code release to play at your leisure on your desktop at a site called the Urquan Masters, U-R-Q-U-A-N Masters, uh, and they're an alien race in that. It is a dynamic open world space adventure game that is actually from the early 1990s. Uh, and remains one of the best open world games ever made. Uh, so I liked uh, Final Fantasy IV and sure. uh, Link to the Past. Link to the Past. Can't that, go wrong which there. Still, which is still my favorite of the Zeldas. And, I, know, I, think, uh, I feel like we just we, you just mentioned that to me. I don't know what the context was. Yeah, <laughs> and I've, I've, been, I've been enjoying this game called Vampire Survivors. It's $3 on Steam. It's a lot of fun. I have heard that name from a lot of people in a lot of quarters. So yeah, definitely check that out. I definitely have played Destiny. Uh, Destiny has, a, in my opinion, the best shooting mechanics in games right now. I just don't love the, I don't know what you call it, live services um, uh, gaming, honestly. Leon Homer, could Jennifer Howell's statements ever have come in? 
maybe. Um, if Johnny Depp's team needed to first ask Whitney about what she told Jennifer Hall, would Amber Heard not just object to hearsay? Uh, and if they can't ask her, they can't impeach with Jennifer Howell. Well, I mean, if the, the way you would do this is if you had uh, something that you could impeach her with on this other evidence and then you could confirm it. I, I don't know uh, whether or not they screwed up on that or not. Uh, but again, if you're presenting evidence as a different story rather than for the truthfulness of the second story, you can bring that in and, and get past hearsay. Um, but it depends, right? I mean, like the judge has a very high hearsay gate and it would have gotten objected to. And there's a whole host of things that Johnny Depp's team apparently thought that they could get more. I, I mean, I guess thought they could get more in from Jennifer Howell's testimony, doing it how they did it. And it doesn't appear that they succeeded. Um, Far, Far Cry is another game I was thinking of that's very nice visually. I like Star, I like Far Cry 4. Far Cry 5 is very disappointing in the end. Far Cry 4 uh, is good. Uh, Far Cry 4, I like. Far Cry 5 is not my favorite. I love Far Cry 6. Really? Uh, yeah, I really You don't hear that very often. Yep, I really love Far Cry 6. It might be my favorite Far Cry. Really? Yep. Honest mm. to God. Well, maybe I'll have to give it a try then, because um, the consensus was kind of I'm crap, sure Ubisoft so. will offer it to you for $10 at some point. So. Excellent. <laughs> they they kill those prices but quick right uh but i really really like far cry 6 um so uh thank you for the super chat apple pie if a juror knows gone girl is it appropriate to bring it up during deliberations yeah they can bring up their knowledge base their individuals uh as another perspective i mean i don't know how useful it is rhetorically uh to say this reminds me of that but yeah the jurors can talk about whatever they like um in there they just can't do separate research uh, they in fact you know, the premise of a jury is that you're bringing your life experiences and different perspective, however you arrived at it, into that room. Um, and so, yeah, you, you want to talk about the weather. You want to talk about Gone Girl. You want to talk about your sports teams. However you might think of to get to a decision on the case, those can come in. And we'll never know about them either way. Justin Brown, Camille Vasquez for Woman of the Year. I, I think that could honestly happen. <laughs> Next star... Will the jury get re-clarification of malice again after Elaine muddled its meaning, uh, throwing paper near Amber Heard equals malice during closing statements? Uh, no, I think that time is past. Yeah. Um, they have a sheet in front of them that describes malice. You heard it read out, um, but it says malice is not how people normally think of malice. It actually means knowledge of falsity or reckless disregard for truthfulness. Like you, you, you heard her read that um, and they have that in front of them and a jury that's, that's, you know, dedicated to its job, which is what we've heard from everybody that's looked at these people, is going to be looking at those jury instructions and trying to follow them as best they can, as lay people. Ethan Harvey, how about uh, Kojima's Death Stranding as a literal walking simulator? I love Death Stranding so much. What are your thoughts on Elden Ring? Love the stuff, brother. Elden Ring is good. A lot of people love it more than me. I'm not the biggest From Software fan. They're Aesthetic is interesting, cool, and novel, and it's just not mine. Um, I don't love uh, that kind of darkness and grotesquerie uh, as much as some other people do. As a game, I think Elden Ring is the strongest that they've ever released, um, and it's absolutely enormous. So if you find yourself liking what they've done there, you will be satisfied for hundreds of hours. Um, but it's not going to wind up my game of the year. Death Stranding was my game of the year in 2019, I think, and only gets stronger uh, as the years go by, I adore that game. It is most definitely a walking simulator, uh, but I don't know about whether or not I'm, I'm willing to throw people into the deep end of Hideo Kojima's uh, portfolio. So probably wouldn't start with Death Stranding. 
Don Hinton, is it true that Amber Heard auditioned with Stormy and was rejected due to poor acting and lack of chemistry? <sighs> the jokes, the jokes keep on coming. Thank you, Don, for the support. Who rejected who is the real part of that joke, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, I'm sure they had just as much chemistry as Aquaman, which shows real <laughs> chemistry after all. <laughs> Adida, I do not mind making fun of Amber or testimonies in the trial, whatever floats your boat, but I have a problem when the jokes veer towards cruel territory. I am myself in She Needs Professional Help Camp. I am right there with you, Adida, and I think that there are corners of the internet that have gone too far. This article wasn't really about that. I thought it would be, but it doesn't really go into that, like the dark corners are so bad. It's just why does everybody dislike Amber Heard and then throws all those things at the wall? Um, so I'm in, I'm in rapt agreement with you on the internet can be a dark place. People go too far on seemingly every topic that is to be derided to some extent. And I do think it appears by all reason that she needs more, uh, you know, mental therapy and help. And I hope she gets it. Absolutely. Thank you. you for see, I, I, I'm less of this opinion. Uh, my, my sense of humor is sarcastic and occasionally does deviate into the sardonic. Um, but I, I feel like if anyone's worthy of that level of ridicule, this woman is. So, hmm. you know. I can, I can, I can see you coming to that conclusion and I'm not, I mean, I'm not going to fight you on that. It's just, it's put just her down like the dogs that she silenced, you know, that might be too far, Kirk. Okay. Might be too far. Vampire survivors is tons of fun. Dan Glebowls, everybody's gone to rapture is a beautiful walking sim. It's also really, really sad. Like we have to, we have to figure out what tone do you want dear walking simulator player? Because everybody goes to rapture or everybody's gone to rapture is really sad. Really sad. Title <laughs> does not suggest a happy fun time. <laughs> Shaw's best game, Final Fantasy VII. If you don't agree, you're wrong. Smiling, laughing, crying emoji. Final Fantasy VII is excellent. My favorite Final Fantasy is actually Final Fantasy VI, though. I am sorry to lose your support on this. <laughs> Final Fantasy VII is great. It is. I, I, I seven is great. I, I don't think I ever played six. Oh my god. I know. Okay, well, you have to correct that, Kurt. I'm sorry. We'll talk to you about it. I'll, I'll do an interview with you after you play six. Uh, Ethan Harvey, other lovely low key game recommendations. Spyro reignited. Excellent. Detroit become human has a beautiful narrative. Made me tear up a few times. Uh, happy sm smiling emoji. Detroit is Detroit is interesting. It's a little heavy handed in its allegory. Yes. Um, to me, but Detroit is a good game. Johnny Osprey says Far Cry 6 was nowhere near as good as the previous installments. I wish Ubisoft would stop making their franchise game unrecognizable. The UB game is the same across all games, and I like it. Far Cry 6 is better than Far Cry 5. I will take that to the bank against you. Far Cry 3 and 4 are probably the heights of the franchise for most people. I think Far Cry 6 returns to that for the most part. I wouldn't have done what they did with ammo, uh, but it has beautiful vistas. It has the island setting that I like a Far Cry to have, um, and I enjoy it quite a lot. But thank you for the comment, Johnny. Let's see what else we have here. Just proves there's no accounting for taste in the end. Oh, so many people don't agree with me on all sorts of things, but I can only be honest. That's all I'm good for. That's why I like you. That's why people <laughs> hopefully like me too. So I do appreciate it. You can only be honest. What is the point of, of listening to us if you're not if you don't think we're honest or sincere, right? Like, what is the point? <laughs> William Jones, Far Cry 6 to me almost takes it back to Far Cry 3 with its tropical setting. I was just saying that. It's almost a hybrid of 3 and 5, but in a good way, totally redemption from 5. I agreed the most with this chat so far, that it, that it that it is better than 5. It goes back to what Far Cry does well um, and has fun with it. Now, is it a little goofy? Is the tonal switches like absolutely dizzying? Yes. Um, 5 but was fine, except for the ending. 
five. I I don't like five. I just I, I was never very interested in I you know part of Far Cry to me is like the vistas and things and I I prefer Tropical Island. I just do. Um, okay. And, and uh, what do we got here? Flox's third wife, second husband. How about No Man's Sky for the crazy cat queen? Uh, astronaut emoji. I love that. I didn't even know that existed. Uh, so good emoji use there. No Man's Sky is a possibility if you turn it to non-survival mode, right? Because No Man's Sky is built around the concept that you're constantly dying. So you guys keep recommending like these survival crafters that you can get a certain amount of stasis in. Subnautica is fantastic with its underwater bases and whatnot. No Man's Sky is good with its interplanetary exploration. In each case, you start out on the verge of death and trying to prevent your imminent demise. And I'm not sure, I'm not positive, but I'm not sure that that's the experience that Crazy Cat Queen is looking for. Could be, though. I don't want to put words in her mouth. Any recommendations for horror games, please? Love the stream. Soma. You want to play Soma. If you've never heard the word Soma, you don't want to read up on Soma. You just want to buy Soma and play Soma uh, and take my word for it. Soma is one of my favorite horror games ever made. Uh, and it is excellent, especially if you like existential philosophy in your horror. Soma. Yeah. Check out Soma. Yeah. Apple Pie. Hogue, would it get you back into Final Fantasy XIV faster if I said the new expansion is Final Fantasy IV based and it's only getting going harder with the upcoming patches? I don't know exactly what that means, but it sounds promising. How many hundreds of hours, Apple Pie, would it take for me and Kurt starting from baseline to get to the Final Fantasy IV based patch? A really good question. That's a very practical like question. 700 hours is my guess. Final Fantasy 14 is fantastic, and I really, really like it. When I find enough time to actually be worth spending money on an MMO, I will be spending that money on Final Fantasy 14. But I have less than no time in my days right now. Uh, D Whitaker 86, I only played the goofy mobile port of FF6. I am very sorry for your loss. But I'm looking forward to the Pixel Remaster if they ever put it on console. The pistol, the Pixel Remasters are fantastic. If for nothing else than the reorchestration of Nobuo Uematsu tunes. They are so good. Get excited. Uh, but yeah, they should be brought to at least like Switch or something. It's the weirdest thing. Square Enix is the weirdest company. We're only going to put these on phones and Steam. Sure. Sure, Square Enix. Whatever. They'll come out on consoles eventually. You know this to be true. <laughs> Don Hinton, I've never played video games, but how common is that for attorneys? Do Camille and Chu play? If so, which do you think they prefer? Um, how common is it for attorneys? It's, it's changing over just like every generational changeover, right? Because, you know, I grew up with video games um, and the generations behind me grew up with video games. The older guard gets frightened when the computer turns on, so they're not playing video games. Um, but um, yeah, I would be willing to bet that bare minimum, basically everybody plays a mobile game that they like uh, when they're waiting in line or at a restaurant. Uh, but uh, do, do Camille and Chu play? Camille is much more likely than Chu, um, just based on uh, just based on age alone. I will tell you, uh, they didn't play much of anything for the last seven weeks um, because they've been in it more than us, even. But on off days, yeah, you can. I wonder you know. what they've been doing to relax during the trial. I mean, because they got to do something. There's no way they can go flat out for seven weeks and remain sane. No, 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 no. They, they, they must have been doing something to relax. But yeah, it was that video games, perhaps. You see that in, in certain media, even uh, high powered people playing, you know, whatever Crash Bandicoot uh, to relax. Crash Bandicoot. Mm. <laughs> Brett Cormier, of all the Final Fantasies, the original is still my favorite. It's a great respect. One. It is the one that saved Square. It is. It's true. And without it's... it, all the others would not exist. Accurate. Also, just played it again. Still holds up, in my opinion. You play the Pixel Remaster. It's a very good one. It works really well on the phone because it's not it's not too complicated. Um, but yeah, Final Fantasy one. Absolutely excellent. 
Uh, and you can play Stranger Paradise if you want to see a reimagining of Final Fantasy One. It is Stranger weird. Paradise? Stranger Paradise is a Dark Souls kind of knockoff Final Fantasy game from Team Ninja. Uh, that is wild. Um, yeah. So you you can check that one out. Uh, Library of Mori. In real life, one out of 50 of my coworkers are Team Amber Heard, but in news articles, most seem to be questioning Johnny Depp and pro Amber Heard. What's the disconnect? Well, to some extent, being contrary has a tendency to get more eyeballs, get you featured in places like Hangouts and Headlines, right? So that's a part of it, trying to just get attention in general. Um, but also, I, I do think there's an element of politics and that the folks that have opinion pieces in these outlets tend to uh, tend to view disbelief of Amber Heard as running against some of the political and social movements of the day. I don't actually think that's true, by the way. I think that you can easily say, you know, for every social movement, for every rule, there is an exception. And you have to note, like, we don't have to believe Amber Heard to keep our social movement intact. Mm -hmm. I would not be doubling down on Amber Heard defense. Uh, but some of these outlets have chosen to do so. Oh, and I just lost where I was at. Such is the way. Stuart Hiller, 6,000 hours in Destiny. Have you played Witch Queen? See, this is what I'm saying. I've played a, a, a few hundred hours of Destiny. That's a lot for a video game. I would be seen as a, a newbie novice uh, in, in the Destiny community. I have played Witch Queen. Witch Queen is an excellent expansion. Uh, and I think Destiny 2 is going in a good direction. I'm nowhere near those hours. Uh, Linus Schoen, uh, Stardew Valley, excellent game. Not really seeing Vistas. Uh, but Stardew Valley is one that people really love. It's a it's a fantastic farming simulator and hanging around a town game. Uh, Baba Is You is a fantastic puzzle game. You can actually see a video mm -hmm. I did on Baba Is You. It was one of my games of the year. The Great year logic game. Uh, Reus is like a card puzzler thing, um, which is both spatial and um, macro in terms of strategy. Very good. I don't know Epistory or Appository. Uh, and Orwell One and Two is a um, is an indie game that talks about uh, censorship uh, and its effects on um, social mores. Um, so excellent recommendations. Thank you, Linus. Those are great choices. Adam Winslow, I love Far Cry Five, one of the best fishing mini games ever. You know what? I can't deny that. And love killing me some Doomsday Cultists. Fair, fair. Yeah. I just didn't get the vistas that I wanted, and I like my vistas. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Adrian Paul, poll Johnny or Amber will appear today. I think they're both gone to the win. If there's a verdict yeah. today, I don't think either come. Johnny's overseas, so. Crazy Cat Queen Ree Spiegel was looking for fake reviews to confirm or deny. I'm a doc, so I, absolutely fake reviews are very wrong. They are very wrong. Listen to the Crazy Cat Queen. Thank you to you, Kurt, and everyone in the chat for the recommendations. I have more than 30 options now. You all are wonderful. Older guard, LOL. Thank you all. I'm older guard too. So, so don't worry about that. Uh, but yeah, absolutely. Check those out. And then yeah, pop back in and tell us how they're going. I love to get people into gaming. It's such a fantastic medium and there is something for everybody over there. It's not just what you see uh, when, when people bring up call of duty or whatever. So um, I hope you have a fantastic time. And if you need more recommendations, you know where to find them. I love recommending games. Thank you for the very generous super chat. Um, Oima, apparently Johnny is on tour now. Does that affect your perception of him? No. Something about it feels a little icky to me, and I don't know why I want him to move on, but it feels a little weird to me. Uh, no, no, no. His part in this play is done. Um, so I, this doesn't feel at all bad to me that he's not sitting in a Virginia house waiting for the jury verdict to come in. 
Um, so no, I don't feel bad about that at all. That might be different between lawyers and lay people, by the way, uh, in terms of optics. Uh, but I don't, there's no reason to pay for a separate location in Virginia, uh, after everything else is done. I'd love it if he could get it back for the verdict, but that's, that's unlikely. Yeah. Especially because they're going to have an hour's notice. That's going to be a little tough to get from Europe. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if he's in Europe, definitely. It's neat, sir. The witness is a great choice. The witness is a puzzle game. No enemies, except your brain. Your brain will be your enemy because the witness has ridiculous puzzles. Uh, but the witness is a fantastic choice. I love that everybody's getting involved on this uh, recommendation. This is so nice to see. Uh, Soapy, I'd put money on you being a Dota 2 guy. <laughs> That's exactly what she said. Sells me. Also, can the jury ask the judge for clarification on the law? Yeah. Uh, that's broad. That's broad. But yes, they can ask for clarification of what they've been instructed, things like that. That's the notes. You did hear the judge say, I would like one attorney to be within 10 minutes of the courthouse at all times in order to answer questions from the jury. That's that because they have to agree. <laughs> the judge can't just send random thoughts to the jury, although she can because uh, the judge is the judge. Uh, but it's supposed to go through both counsels. Um, Dota 2. I just, I just have this image of Ben Chu uh, playing sweaty and getting mad at his teammates in some kind of Dota run. Uh, and I love it. So thank you for putting that in my head, Soapy. I appreciate it. Don Hinton. Okay, final question. Uh, winky face emoji. If you do write an op-ed about this case, will you cover it in a future head hangouts and headlines? Uh, would I criticize myself? I mean, what? I guess I could. It's like bolstering, right? It should be hearsay uh, for what I say about my own op-ed. Um, maybe, maybe I am really unlikely to write an opinion piece on this, uh, other than, you know, these, as Kurt says, uh, but, um, yeah, maybe I'd put it in here. Why not have everybody talk about it? You can criticize me bubbles, fun farming, building life sims, my time in Porsche, which is a little clunky, but otherwise good. And they're getting better at it. And they just put their sequel in beta. It's like my time at rock somewhere. Uh, any story of seasons game and harvest moon games. You gotta be careful with those because they move between developers and you got to realize which one, which developer you like, because you're going to like one more than the other. Uh, Rune Factory 5 just came out, uh, which is excellent if you do like a little fighting in your farming simulator. Uh, so we have Rune Factory 5 uh, that we're playing in Hogue House right now. Um, but yeah, if you do wind up liking farming games, we could talk about that until the cows come home. There's about 40. Um, Stardew Valley is probably leader on the list there. Stitches 1110, Hybrid Heaven for N64. Sure. I mean, you have access issues there. <laughs> but, 64? I mean, you know. Uh, well. I, I've been threatening to get into uh, Mario ROM hack, so to get myself an SNES. <laughs> you know, I'm serious. Let's go. I'll put Kurt's channel doing ROM hacks on the video. I'll talk about copyright. It'll be great. Uh, <laughs> Aussie okay. lawyer. Nintendo, this, everyone seems to be getting away with it. So I guess Yes, okay. well, yeah. No, I mean, it's a common, it's a common topic on my channel. Uh, did you see Eve Barbie's tweets? Is that Eve Barlow? Uh, criticizing JD playing music on the weekend. Uh, face palm emoji. That's being uh, genuine as opposed to Amber Heard, in my opinion. Uh, What's Amber Heard doing this weekend? I don't. Have we got any reports about where Amber Heard is? I don't know. Uh, like I said, I am not going to criticize Johnny Depp for, for getting out of town immediately after the closing statements. There, there is no part for him to play uh, left. Um, so... I don't know what Amber Heard is doing. I didn't see Eve Barlow's tweets on it, but it's not going to bother me. But I also understand why it could bother someone else. 
Roxanne wins. JD isn't allowed to go back to work. Um, oh, about the music, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I, reasonable minds can really differ on this, right? Because you could think, hey, you have essentially uh, taken the labor of seven Virginians for months on end. You can wait it out with them because it's no big uh, fun times for them either. So I can understand that argument. I just, it doesn't, it doesn't bother me. Soldra, as a serious game developer, I absolutely love seeing some serious games come by. A serious game equals a game that has impact on day-to-day -day life. Uh, and a smiley face emoji. That is awesome, Soldra. You know, in uh, some ways, the fact that Johnny Depp isn't there might provide an interesting dynamic because, you know, every day the jury's been coming and every day there's been the throngs of people and the cheers and everything else they've been hearing. It'd be interesting because today, today, presumably less so because there's not, not Johnny Depp to cheer for. So I would imagine the circus element will be substantially less. So they might get there and be like, you know, it'll be a strange place for them. I'm not sure how that influences things. Yeah, and I think you could argue it as defensively if you're depth side, right? Well, we don't want to influence the jury. We don't want screams coming into the courtroom, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, Sue, Elaine is definitely a mouth breather. Love you, Hogue. Elaine has had some tough days, hasn't she? Yep. Yeah. Makes me feel good about my skills as a lawyer, though, that's for sure. <laughs> uh, Z Barza, The Witcher 3 is probably my number one game of all time. Yep, depending on my mood, it, it'll pop in there. You asked me, it's Star Control 2 today. It's Witcher 3 on other days. Got very excited when they announced Witcher 4. God willing, CD Projekt Red can get back to making games with rich, depthful stories. We'll see. Uh, but I, Witcher 3 is absolutely fantastic. Mandalore Wise 01, as of late, Metal Gear Solid Revengeance has been getting a popularity bump. Big action, rocking music, and the memes. The memes as marketing for older content is really interesting. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, Revengeance, not my favorite, uh, but I'm glad people are enjoying it. Don Hinton, sorry, one more. Are there factions in LawTube? If so, what are they? And where do you and Kurt fall? Love you both. Uh, we are in the loving brother faction. Uh, we love each other as brothers. Um, and uh, yeah, no, I, are there factions in LawTube? Um, the, the analogy I was going for in my video, which didn't really come off very well, is it's just like talking about like friend groups and friends of friends, right? Yeah. It's, it's how I think about whatever LawTube is. It's so informal. It's well, you've like, heard me describe it as a uh, as essentially a loose coalition of completely sovereign nation states. Yeah, uh, is is what I have said in a number of times, and, and that was because lawyers are lawyers, and we're all you know like the way we like our things, uh, and so the easiest way to keep it was loose. Um, yeah. And yeah, you know, it, looseness uh, can result in people that are, are better positioned to be on other people's channel and, and then yeah. others within that big, big, big group. And like, and dynamics change. Like, for example, I used to do a lot more content with Viva Fry and I don't anymore. It's not because really we fell out in any way. It's just that, you know, the nature of his content and what he was doing changed and what I was doing changed. It's like just any sort of organic friendship group, I guess, in some ways. And yeah. I, I, so I don't really, I think people are way overthinking, you know, um, the whole thing. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, yes, it, it was always loose. It continues to be loose. You'll see people bopping around each other's channels and that will be that <laughs> crazy cat queen. Amber heard supposedly at a desert retreat in Joshua tree at a million dollar cost. I don't know about any of that. Uh, a million dollars. Yeah. That's what this, what this tweet says. What kind of retreat so, is a million dollars? Uh, a nice one. <laughs> he needs a million dollars to pay off Johnny. Damn. No, she's maybe maybe the plan is to burn it away. You know what? Smoke them if you got them, says Amber Heard. <laughs> Might as well spend it while I still got the money, I guess. 
<laughs> Oima, I want to, uh, trying to start a riot. LOL. I was just curious. Oh, you was you weren't. It just felt a little weird and exploitative to me. Gut reaction. Haven't analyzed those feelings yet to come up with an argument for it. Just spewed a thought. LOL. And maybe I'm not remembering what there there was no. I don't think there was a riot. I I can't remember what the your previous chat was. Oima, I'm sorry. Did you play Arkham Knights? Uh, Arkham Knights. Uh, the you mean Arkham Knight? Yeah. Um, yeah, I played Arkham Knight. Do you like it? Yeah. I like it a lot more than other people do. I like the oh, Batmobile in it. <clears throat> that was a good game. Yeah. I would love to see it get high res because the rain is a cool effect, but it's terrible at like 720 or whatever it's in. Mm. <clears throat> Renoit 79. JD going back to work shows he's moving on. Amber Hurt in court shows she isn't. I don't think it's fair either direction there. So yeah, I, I say it doesn't fair. bother me that Johnny Depp's gone. It certainly doesn't bother me that Amber Hurt, if she is, stays. Um, it's really, I think, up to each of the individual participants. And I really don't, I don't find fault with either direction. Either goes on this. The Law Patrol. If we're sovereign nations, <clears throat> do we need trade delegations, embassies, etc.? Yeah, we call them DMs. <laughs> we're constantly negotiating stuff back there. Uh, Britt Cormier. So LawTube is ancient Greece. I like it, but who is Sparta and who is Athens? You know what? I will leave that to you, Britt. Uh, to determine what our personality types are, but it is a loose coalition of sovereign nation states. You could see me saying that months ago uh, when people started asking about what it is. And maybe someday it will unite and become Germany, which didn't happen until relatively late in uh, world history, for those of you who into that kind of thing. You never know. I mean, I think the coolest part is you stay open to all possibilities and you see what works and what doesn't work and you go forward. Yeah. Thankful Q, in my opinion, Amber Heard has to appear. Her illness demands it. When she can't miss the opportunity to gloat, Lose, she must play the wrong victim with the most public attention possible. What better platform? I mean, I guess you'll get an answer to that question if she's not in the courtroom. Um, but yeah, while you might want to be able to be present for that verdict, you also probably don't want to just live in this kind of what's going to happen to me uh, situation for the entirety of the time. So I really just, I don't find fault with anybody that wants to go and think about other stuff and play with their band or go to Joshua Tree. We could talk about the money in a different place or whatever anything else these people are doing. I just don't have an issue with it. Uh, Nihon Hang UK. Hollow Knight is the best game. Hi from Finland. Hi, Finland. Big toothy grin emoji. Hollow Knight is excellent. Again, melancholy though. Uh, Hollow Knight has this kind of overall pall of sadness uh, that makes me like um, some other Metroidvania type games a little bit better. But Hollow Knight is such good design that I love it for that, even though it's not my favorite aesthetic or tone. Britt Cormier, one million in a retreat, zero million, zero million, I'll just say it that way, for the children's hospital, seems right for Amber Heard. Could be, could be, we don't know. I, that was just from a super chat. I have no idea about the veracity of that. Mark Boots, which law tubers would most likely face in court, like face off? Wouldn't be me. Um, if I'm in court, something has gone terribly wrong, um, which are even close, realistically. I don't know, something like Peter and Mark? No, Mark, not Mark. Peter and Mike? Maybe. <laughs> um, I don't know. That's a great question. I have no idea. If it ever happens and it was televised, we might have to cover it. <laughs> Apple pie. A law tube cross Hitalia crossover isn't where I thought today's stream would go, but here we are. <laughs> uh, Jacob Turnbow, law tube is a myth. Try to do it in my trailer, tra trailer voice there. A little bit. <laughs> it's what we call a legal fiction. 
<laughs> Don Hinton, not a question, so it doesn't count. Don. Didn't mean anything nefarious. Just trying to get the inside story of Law Tube story. Again, you guys are awesome. Please share this with Kurt. Oh, yeah. No, I don't think we took offense to that question at all. Um, it's a DM group um, that, you know, uh, puts links up and gets together uh, from time to time. And uh, as you can probably tell from at least the last week, it does not have a central command authority. Mm -hmm. So that, that's what you get. I think Michael, the label the label's been more imposed externally than internally. I mean, we know. Yeah, we didn't ask for the label. That's true. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, the whole thing is a little bit weird. Uh, I did, I did see this one guy who uh, who was trying to criticize my video. It was a very strange criticism because I kept saying LawTube doesn't exist. And he, like, replaced the clip one time. And then he goes, oh, here's someone who does a LawTube Top 10. I'm not sure some guy just arbitrarily declaring it makes it a thing, but okay. The LawTube uh, Top 10 is the weirdest thing in the world because it's some dude that's trying to sell us acrylic blocks. And somehow I got people sending me email into my law firm account for – uh, forcing my way into that list is like, I'd I have no desire to be on that list whatsoever. And like, it's not up to me. <laughs> and it's just the weirdest thing. Like if you actually go and look at it and you look at what that website is, it's a dude. Just a guy. <laughs> it's just a it's, random guy. It's, it's a, a guy that decided to do this. And it's like, uh, okay. Remember all that talk we had about super lawyers and them selling you plaques and bricks? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, what he's yeah, doing. Yeah, 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 yeah. And we care as much about we care less about that than super lawyers to give you like the premise. I'm, I'm kind of with Nick. I don't want to be on the list. It's just yeah. it's a stupid list. Uh, Alexander Rola. So LawTube need a Bismarck to qualm the 1848 revolution for the unification. I see game controller emoji, cowboy hat emoji, hammer and sickle. Yeah. Well, who knows? Who knows where we go from here? Uh, but uh, who can say where the wind blows? Indeed, Kurt. Indeed, uh, Aaron Flemons. Love your even and balanced views. Wish I played games. Looking forward to a verdict today. Thumbs up. You could play games. There are That'd lots of great game. games. Get a switch. Yeah, there's a game for you, Aaron. There yeah. is. There's the games cover the vast gambit, and as you have seen today, if you give us a query, the the virtual legality community will jump at the chance to try to fill that query. So maybe we'll start a consulting business off on the side here. That's just like, just ask. And this community will put those games lists together for you because uh, everybody's great here. Savage Wolf, personally, after everything, they both need to relax. Johnny is doing what he loves and deserves that after these six weeks. I tend to agree. I tend to agree for both of them. I know I know that rubs some people the wrong way, but I tend to agree for both of them. Lawson Sauce, Esquire, a lovable troll. Look at that troll. He is lovable. Amber Heard needs to shelter remaining assets in an unattachable homestead. Smart move. Now she's probably judgment-proof. My weekly remittance is enclosed. Smiley face. Yeah, it depends on jurisdiction. Depends on bankruptcy rules. Depends on all sorts of things as to where you can hide your assets from uh, a litigation claim. But right, I'm going to bail off here and uh, hang out with Alita. I'll see you over there in a sec, okay? Yeah, she's starting in another five or ten minutes. So, yeah, absolutely. She's 845 today. Yeah, which is three minutes from now. Yes. Okay. See you, Kurt. <laughs> I just meant it hadn't started yet. <laughs> Marvin L., good evening from the Philippines. Would you cover the perjury char charges of Amber Heard in Australia? Uh, maybe if they happen. I mean, I think primarily, for those of you that don't know, like I don't cover court cases very often here. Um, and headlines is kind of separate from that. It's a media type of thing, but we have been covering the Depp versus Heard case. Um, I will probably cover most of that stuff with Alita at Legal Bites because I, I, that's her purview. Um, and I like acting in support in that role rather than having this channel do the court cases. Uh, but if that's what we wind up covering, absolutely. Hedgehog in space. 
Law is a video game. What genre would different specialties be? Thanks for a thoughtful and informative content to both video game controller and cowboy hat. Hurting me. Um, yeah, Law is a video game. Obviously, you've got Ace Attorney, where it's essentially a puzzle game. There were games back in the day that I used to play before I was ever even thinking about being a lawyer called like District Attorney, where it was a mystery game and you had to put the evidence together in order to like uh, get convictions and things like that. Um, what genre would different specialties be? I have yet to figure out what kind of game I can make with what I do for a living. Transactional law, writing contracts, negotiating contracts. Someday I will crack that and there will be a video game for me about contracts. Bare minimum, it'll be an educational game for law students. Uh, but I have been pondering that for a good long while. Um, Susie Peterson, thank you for the super sticker. Ali played Super Mario Brothers, then 64 in Spiral, but my dad, but haven't since he died. Any new similar vibes? Well, you have the remaster of the Spyro and Crash Bandicoot games, which are really nice. Uh, they're remasters of the old games. You have Crash Bandicoot 4, which is a new Crash Bandicoot game, which is excellent there. You don't have a new Spyro. And ultimately, the, the kind of mascot platformer has somewhat gone by the wayside, which is pretty sad to me. Uh, so I don't have a lot of great recommendations for you there. I just got a game called uh, KO Kangaroo that came out, which is a little bit less polished than some of those games, but is fun and has that kind of open world exploration of a mascot platformer. Uh, but yeah, I would recommend the remakes of Spyro and Crash Bandicoot, first and foremost. Crazy Cat Queen, sorry. Desert Retreat is a new three-bedroom home for Amber Heard and her baby. Ah, not a retreat. Okay, got it. She bought a house. Fantastic. Thank you, Crazy Cat Queen. Uh, Jeremy Chung recommends Ghost of Tsushima and Horizon Zero Dawn for Beautiful Vistas. Yeah, fantastic games. A lot of fighting in them, though. Uh, a lot of fighting in them, though. So you can turn it down and maybe make your way through those, but a lot of pretty pictures, certainly. B667, any idea why Def 833 incoming outgoing message doesn't seem to be an evidence on the Fairfax website? Also, gaming tip, Shipbreaker may be uneasy. I, I have only played Shipbreaker, I think, in early access, so I have to go back and check that out. I don't know why it's not on the uh, Fairfax website. Maybe it got challenged in some way. Hmm, interesting. Parks White, are you going to cover the Marilyn Manson case? Again, same kind of deal. Um, probably not direct coverage of cases here in the Hogue Law YouTube channel and virtual legality, but um, over at Legal Bites and uh, Elitist channel. The Law Patrol, dibs. Sure. I think we're just about done and can send things over to Alita. This is probably, this is the problem, the fundamental issue I've been having with that contract review game, right? This issue of will be the most boring game ever. We're going to try to fight that. We're going to try to figure that out. Maybe we'll crowdsource this. We'll figure it out together. Um, but uh, yeah, maybe it'll be a typing game, a lot of typing in the dead. But I want to actually get into the thinking of negotiating these things. Something about leverage, something about figuring things out, advancing the partnership track. I don't know. Uh, but, uh, I, you know, I, I think that there's something that we could do to help people learn this craft when law school really doesn't do it so much. Um, and here comes the very last super chat of this particular episode. Jacinta, Australia won't press charges. We've just changed the government, so the new one won't bother picking up the old government's fight. My tax dollars in Australia have better uses than to chase Amber Heard. I think that's a perfectly fair point. Uh, now, we've got redirect turned on. We're going to end the broadcast today. We're going to see you over on Legal Bites, where we're going to talk about jury uh, deliberations and a whole bunch of other stuff by... Uh, the nature of the thing. So please come join us over there. And thank you so much for making this an awesome morning of Hangouts and Headlines.